0: Flying, casual, Thursday, April 12th, no, 13th, April, I mean, I'm in a day, I actually posted this on Patreon, they'll be like on Patreon, you know, supposed to go tomorrow, hi Pauline's in the chat, someone who's normally in the chat is joining me right now, it's gonna be a lot of fun, we got Heidi, executive Hello. producer Heidi, hey Heidi, how you doing? I
1: have no makeup on, but I'm fine,
0: <laughs> you're fine because we're gonna talk Mando, Okay. Mandalorian, Star Wars all rounds, flying casual. We're just going to go casual today. Well, Very I'm low key. Casual, you're going
1: to find me. So. Anybody <laughs>
0: has a comment in the chat? You bring it up, Heidi, whatever. If you come up with a Never Tell Me the Odds like you like to do, yeah. I am. we'll just bring that up. We're going to okay. do it. The way things are going is, is this week we're doing Flying Casual. Next week will be a Never Tell Me the Odds. The week after that is going to be an Unleashed, and we're going to rotate the shows like that. So every two weeks, uh, all Patreon and channel members will get to join us live if you choose to. You don't have to; it's a choice. You can. Hey, Dale, how's it going? Hope you're well. Hi, Dale.
1: Pauline,
0: did you? So, how, did you watch any of the um, Star Wars Celebration panels stuff that was live streamed over the weekend?
1: Um, I watched some of it. I really didn't watch a lot of it. I've, I work Saturday, so I don't really have a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And there's, there's so much, like those days are so jam packed. And I actually didn't put my ear to the ground. Like I typically do because I've decided on a few things. One, as great as the panels are and things to watch are, um, I'm, I'm watch like I watch the Ahsoka trailer and all that stuff, but ultimately I'm, I'm watching, like, I'm going to watch Mandalorian season four, five, six, seven, or Filoni's move. I'm watching all that. So and and for me celebration is more about the people there and the experience there and and i don't know just watching at home it just doesn't grab me like it maybe like it used to i think i think in 2015 when they did that one for the force awakens that one i watched all that with the uh were home trailer i watched a lot of that but now i'm just i'm just not feeling like i i'm as intrigued by it anymore i feel like it's more of the experience of being there i i kind of look at P- Pauline just asked if I watched the panels. I I watched pieces of the panels. I'm not all in on the panels like I used to be. So, did you, like, you didn't go back and watch anything, Heidi? No. No, you didn't.
1: <laughs> You're like, like Star I mean, Wars? You gotta got remember, I was at Ca- uh, Canada Expo this past yeah. summer, and I just sat at a booth the whole time. I didn't
0: get to do anything fun. So. Yeah, that's how it is. Disney does here and automated joy. Hello, everyone. Hey, Desi. That's. <sighs> It's true. It's there's a lot going on, but let's talk a little bit about Mandalorian now. Let's get right into the meat of okay. the Mandalorian. People have been wishy washy on this season. I've been on here kind of praising it the whole time like a jack. But, uh, but what have you made of it? Up let's not talk about this episode yet, but up until this episode, what did you make of the Mandalorian?
1: Um, I've, I think it's been great. I saw somebody, um, it was interesting. I saw somebody online refer to it as, or at least, um, I think it was the third episode referred to it as the mandor Because it was more like Andor than the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, hey, Paula. Hey, Dale. Um, I would say that um, maybe my least favorite episode was the one where they met um, Jack Black and um, Lizzo. Um, I never heard of Lizzo. I've seen reactions to her <laughs> and i never i've never in my life known heard of a famous flautist before i i have no idea who this woman is and i couldn't name you any other famous flautist in the world maybe Kenny G but he's more like of a saxophone player but I, I think it's been great I I mean, the first two weeks appeared I had COVID So I couldn't do much So I just walked yeah. around the house Going, bad baby all day Because I had nothing better to
0: do <laughs> That's a good thing to do the time. I didn't know who Lizzo was either I, I, Aaron kind of educated me after But I didn't know So I just kind of I was like, Jack Black, Christopher Lloyd And then the next day Everyone's like, Lizzo And I was like I, I, Can we talk about Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd? Because that's who I know Because yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I know. I I'm with you though. I've liked this season up until now, but this most recent episode was shown at Star Wars Celebration. This is right. what I want to talk about a little cuz people coming out of it were saying that it was the best ep- possibly the best episode of right. Mando ever. Uh I don't I'm not I don't know how I feel yet, but I also wanted to bring up because you're at celebration everything is heightened right like every, right. your experience is heightened so everything you see and do is the best experience of your life it's like if you go to a fan event screening of a movie you'll probably you could see the worst movie ever made but chances are you might kind of enjoy it because they 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 doll you up you know they butter you up and all that and so i think feel like that kind of was a little bit into it however having said that having now seen the episode it was a really a really strong episode i thought
1: I, I would say it was one of the best and probably the best of the season. Um you know, it's, it's for me it's going to be hard to top um, episode 16 which was the uh, season finale of season 2. Yes. Um but I oh, I thought oh. it was a great episode and and let me clarify. I said it was my I said last episode was my least favorite episode. I didn't say I hated it. I actually yeah. liked it. I thought it was fun. But I would say it was my least favorite of the season the season. Um yeah, I mean to be honest, I already heard a rumor about the mech suit, so I was kind of relieved because I was afraid it was going to look stupid. Yeah.
0: yeah so as I think that was a, a, like the rumor dropped like a year ago, I think. Yeah. You know, but the mech suit, I for, I kind of forgot about it. Then I was like, oh, he's going to go full crank from Ninja Turtles in there. I thought it worked out. I love the the yeah. no no yes yes, and I know it's for laughs, but you know sometimes you need a laugh, and I was okay with it.
1: I'm wondering if he's going to get a lightsaber now. Maybe that's the whole reason of the suit. Because, again, it'd be kind of hard for him to animate holding a lightsaber of some sort. So I don't know if that's the reasoning behind the suit or not. Or,
0: I think it's just a way to get him moving and more mobile and being a little bit more part of the plot. We'll see. Because he's kind of... Grogu has in the back seat this season in a lot of ways. Like, he's not right. front and center. But when he shows up, for me... I st- I st- I don't know. I-, I I love Grogu. I love Din. I think they make a great team. And I know they've taken. You can argue they've taken a back seat this season, but I think people complaining about the season had no direction. I think the direction was, it-, it was it was a looser direction. I still think they have a firm grasp on this one, but it but I think but it was more about the galaxy as opposed to being a more. A centered story on Din and Grogu like the first two seasons were. This one is about Mandalorian, the galaxy as a whole. And I think that was lost on some people. And I think people, because the show was so intimate at the first two seasons, it's hard to kind of reconnect that to that.
1: Well, I mean, the show is not called the Din Djarin show or the Pedro Pascal show. It's called the Mandalorian. So I, I think it's about Mandalorians in general. Um, But are, are, there's some rumor I heard that like the reason we got the Book of Boba Fett and the reason why there's so many subplots this season and why um, Din found Gro- was reunited with Grogu in the book of Boba Fett instead of season three was because they had to make up for um, losing Rangers of the New Republic and a lot of the stories like going through Coruscant and the whole um, Law and Order subplot that was originally going to be like a Rangers loss of the um, New Republic plot line and I think um so I think they had to move some of the beginning of The Mandalorian into Book of Boba Fett, which is why he found, you know, where we reconnect with Grogu and training with Luke. And then they just so they did they got rid of that and then some of the um the Rangers of the New Republic plot was put into season three of the Mandalorian. I don't know. This is just a rumor. I I don't have any proof of this
0: ever heard, i've heard something along those lines as well my my thing with Rangers of the New Republic is I know it was made for Gina Carano and and they nixed her or whatever but what I don't understand is i like okay you're it was never really other than that last little bit of on that season you there's other characters that could have taken that load right. from Gina Carano like right? like the nicara Dune character like you could have um What's his name? Car- Carson Teva. I think there's other characters that probably could have taken a lead on on that. Right. In a lot of ways, you could create a new character. I think we'd all be like we watched The Mandalorian not knowing who didn't jar We didn't even know his name until like the seventh or eighth episode. Mm-hmm. Like I think we'd be okay with this. So that's what confuses me about that is why wouldn't they still go through with that show right. even if you lost your your lead? I mean, I, th- it just doesn't make sense to me that they would do all that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think I think the whole point is they they got to get it to Ahsoka, they've got to lead up into Ahsoka, they got to tie everything together. And of course, um, I guess uh, a rumor I've been hearing for years that's kind of confirmed is that they're going to do like a huge Mandoverse movie eventually, yeah. that's going to combine all the shows. But what's interesting is I think they said all TV shows, including Kenobi, is actually part of the Mandoverse.
0: Can only make sense? Cause it's Deborah Chow who is part of the right. Mandoverse. You know what I was thinking today, I was going on a, on a walk and I was thinking that people had problems with Book of Boba Fett, but it even stemmed from beyond the show. Right. It was like, I mean, it, well, when Mando shows up, like whose show is this? And so these are the shows that we've gotten on Disney plus so far. And, uh, and not animated, like live action shows that we've gotten on Disney Plus so far. We've gotten The Mandalorian, right? Three seasons of The Mandalorian. We've got The Book of Boba Fett. We've got an Obi Wan Kenobi, and we're getting Ahsoka, and we got Andor. So of those, I mean, and then the only one that's different in title is Skeleton Crew. Every single show we've gotten has been named after a character in Star Wars. And I and I'm I was thinking while I was walking, and let me know what you think of this. Is that that might ultimately and then look? The Mandalorian's is a cool title and Obi, whatever, but it might ultimately be a mistake for Star Wars to just be about one character. Star Wars is this big universe, this big galaxy of stories, and when you name it just after one character, then then audiences are like, it needs to be about that one character, and that might hinder the experience of the fans.
1: Right. Well, I, I I've noticed that I think it's gone more away from the jedi and more towards the mandalorians as the main
0: characters yeah. of star wars i think lucas and Filoni both <laughs> loved mandalorians that was sure. becoming clear in clone wars and then uh, definitely in rebels and uh, the at the end of rebels towards there
1: well i heard lucas likes swillex
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> if anywhere to love book of boba fett yeah <laughs> i lo- i've loved them all i just think when you name it after a character then fans go and expecting it to be solely about that character now right. And I think it's stronger, like Rebels wasn't called Kane and Jerris, right? It was called right. Rebels. So it allows you to, like, oh, it's about this group of Rebels, but then you can also have this character show up. And Hondo Anaka, who's going to make his live-action debut next week on The Mandalorian, probably not. Well, hope. But you can, yeah, that would be amazing. But it allows you <laughs> to do more. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it would be phenomenal. Uh, but I think that was just something that I just thought of for the first time They're like all these shows have been named after characters. Uh-huh. And then when you take away like the Mandalorian, it's not Dinjarin, but the Mandalorian is Dinjar. Like right. that's who it was about ultimately at the beginning, right? And then when it, when he passes the torch over to Bo Katan this year, and Bo Katan is kind of taking a lot of, of, of the lead of that. People are like, Why 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 is a Bo Katan show? I am I think it's great. Like I I love their dynamic, and I think we're seeing the Mandalorian people kind of unite through Din's eyes. And now obviously more, and it's still his show. He's the one that got kidnapped at the end. He's the one that got spoilers for episode 23. (laughs) Did we say that off the top? Spoilers, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, but that's how I feel. I don't know. Uh, how would you rename any of these shows? No, (laughs) (laughs) the book of Boba Fett would not be called the book of Fennec Shand. Maybe, All right, let's let's talk about the upcoming episode now because well, let's talk about this episode that just happened and then we'll go into okay. next week's episode. Uh what were some of your highlights and some of your lowlights of this one?
1: Wow. Um I I I couldn't think of too many negatives. Um I I loved I did like the Mecha suit. I, I call it um Grogu's terrible 52s cuz I think he's 52 now.
0: But I won't lie, <laughs> I saw you tweet that before i saw the episode and i oh. immediately i immediately got off twitter oh and i just want to say one thing brock is working the jays game right now shout out to brock okay. working the jays game look who's at the jays game it's carson teva himself is at the jays game let me take off this background thing so you can see carson teva is out. he'll probably get mad at me for sure maybe i shouldn't show that anyway whatever carson Teva's at the jays game he'll be on tv they're gonna put him on tv for sure um yeah, I, there's, I didn't have too many negatives on this episode at all. I thought it was phenomenal. I don't know if it was the best episode of all. It was probably the strongest of the season, but you kind so, of want that but- this far into the season, right? Like next week's episode should be the best episode of right. the season. I think it should work. I think the problem with the Jack Black Lizzo episode is that it happened so late in the season that you're right. expecting. But I. But for me, I consider that like the calm before the storm episode. Like you, you get through this one, you're like, okay, this is a nice episode and then we're going to move on.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, last week's episode was just a fun episode, but uh, this one was definitely more serious. Well, this this had its fun moments. Like, you can't see his face at all, but you know exactly what he's thinking. I don't know yeah. if Brendan Wayne's just good at projecting emotion behind an emotionless face, because when they're walking down the street, and we and Br- 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 just keeps saying, yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, I could just i like the i can sense what he's he's saying i mean what he's feeling because you you know he's just a because i'm I don't know.
0: it's funny though because he, it's just a toy but he feels real like there's times when you just kind of forget that it's a puppet and you're like oh my gosh i'm 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 getting emotional about a puppet right now it's like um the client, what's his name, He was like uh, Werner Herzog, who was right. like, "I'd like to see the," ba-, and he was like, "You he wanted to hold Grogu in between takes." <laughs> oh yeah,
1: he he treated it like as a real actor.
0: Yeah, which I think I think a lot of the actors I've worked with them. I think Michael Kane did that with the Muppets when he did Muppet Christmas right. Carol, right. and he uh, is phenomenal. And Disney does he's asking if I know what team is still undefeated in Major League Baseball, and I refuse to answer any questions about sports that she brings up. We're <laughs> we're we're actually enemies now oh once, every, this time every year it feels like disney desi and i are mortal enemies for a week and then the okay. lightning beat the leafs and we don't uh, talk anymore yeah we were on. That's a sports talk <laughs> so
1: I, I guess i'm a phillies fan i live an hour and Philadelphia, you know?
0: and the phillies were defeated by the blue jays in the world series oh okay <laughs> recently uh, anyway um <laughs> this episode had two of my favorite things my favorite character in mandalorian since season one has been heavy uh, Paz Vizsla, he's been my favorite. I got his right. Funko Pop, big fan. I think
1: he's Paz Vizsla.
0: Paz, what I say? Paz. No,
1: I'm saying past.
0: Vizla. Uh, <laughs> past. Uh, I he's st- stacked Vizsla. Uh, so I was um, big fan of his, and in the Last Jedi, my favorite thing in the sequel trilogy were the Praetorian Guards all over the sequel trilogy. You love right. them all, and they were they were name dropped at the beginning of this episode, right. and then. They played out at the end of the episode, and they killed my boy, Heavy, right. in dramatic fashion. Heavy got his moment, voiced by John Favreau. He got his moment, and then he got uh, slain by the Praetorian guards. I text Brock, and said, that scene was written for me because John Favreau listens to the Rebel Scum podcast, right. and he knows that my two favorite things are Praetorian guards and Heavy, and he put them in a scene together. And I thought they fit in i thought their entrance was wonderful i thought they fit into the episode brilliant i loved also the best guard troopers that we got before that but what did you think of uh the retconning of the sequel trilogy with the praetorian guards showing up in this episode
1: how are they retcon i think they just showed how uh how impressive the fight really was between um the petroleum guard you know the the guards and um I have trouble saying that word. Have you? <laughs> uh, no. But the, 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 the fight between the Vatorian Guards and um, and Kylo Ren and Rey. Cause oh, yeah. I think that just showed... I mean, that just made the uh, struggle more intense, realizing how dangerous they truly were. Because I think a lot of people were disappointed that they weren't fighting Sith or, or Dark Jedi. So I think um, it makes that scene in uh, The Last Jedi more intense when you realize how difficult the fight actually was. I, I think was, you're
0: right. Sorry, go on. I'm sorry. No, go on.
1: No, I, I mean, there, I was just going to say there were a lot of uh, callbacks in general to um, the sequel trilogy, like um, uh, Armitage Hux, Armitage Hux, Hucks Hux is <laughs> okay. Brendel. Yeah. Brendel. Uh he was not only in it, but he was played by the brother of yeah. the actor who plays Hux in the films. Yep. So that's why they look so much alike because it was actually his brother in real life.
0: It was well well done, and they're smart about it, and I love it because also the one thing that always annoyed me with Disney Star Wars sounds like a dirty word. Uh, the one thing that did annoy me though, to, honestly, and I think I've said this before, is when they first came out, they're like legends. But the, the eu is now legends and i was okay with that i'm like fine you're doing your own thing do it but then they released all these books and they said everything's gonna connect and i read the aftermath books and andrew and i did a video and it was like oh this book's gonna these we thought those books were leading to palpatine which is kind of why i think i was okay i mean i i would have liked a better explanation than the none that we got but I was kind of okay with Palpatine coming back in the sequels because of these stupid books that I spent money on. I read because they were leading towards that. And then it kind of went nowhere. So what I I was getting at though, is like the one thing that I always hated was that the books never really felt like there was any real connective tissue, especially the aftermath ones. Like they had all these little things. And finally, like these shows are starting to kind of, pick elements out of those aftermath books and i was so happy to see that happen we're still missing ray sloan that's fine she's out there somewhere but at least we're getting some acknowledgement of those books like obviously we got Cobb vance a couple last season things are like the books are starting to be something that i'm glad i read now
1: okay i didn't
0: read them (laughs) well no but i think but i think if you haven't read them that the way i feel they're doing the elements of the novels and clone wars and rebels is if you haven't read or seen those, you it's just another added layer to what I know versus what, you know, but it's not necessarily taking away from the, the the moment, the scene of in question, like you still have an appreciation for it. I just know a little bit more about the backstory, which is inconsequential to the Mandalorian.
1: Right. I mean, I just like good storytelling. Um, I mean, some of the problems I have with sequels um, The problem I have with sequels is uh, I remember when you are in school and the teacher would pass you'd start a story and you knew how you wanted it to go and the teacher said, okay, 15 minutes up. pass your story back to the next person and you would get another one. It'd be a round robin. By the time you got your story back it was completely different yeah. than what you were expected. And it's just, That's what I kind of got with the sequels kind of wish um, I kind of wish uh, Ryan Johnson had done even though there was a lot of hate I wish he had done um, episode 9 instead of um, yeah JJ J. Abrams because I would there were a lot of things in um, episode 8 I would have liked to have seen finished and they were just completely dropped
0: definitely got the feeling that even though they said they uh, they liked what each other did you definitely get the sense that they didn't like what each other did right. <laughs> when you watch those movies there's clearly a disconnect and the rise of skywalker feels more like a sequel to the force awakens than it is a sequel to the last jedi right. like it almost is like yeah, yeah that stuff happened but uh remember that story thread we're gonna kind of touch on like that's how it kind of felt i agree with you it, it was very uneven and i i and as much as and don't forget, Ryan Johnson declined it before the Last Jedi came out. I still think, for all the hate that he gets and everything, yeah, I think it would have been a lot stronger had he be the one to finish it because when we then we could see what was going through his head for a lot of the decisions that he made, and some of the decisions that worked and some that people have problems with might have been able to be fleshed out and discussed a little bit more. Maybe people would appreciate those decisions. Like I guess
1: I'm a and you know I'm dizzy does he um with me and she can attest to this i, I myself was a huge fan of um raylo although i wouldn't have um i wouldn't have uh, stopped like if raylo hadn't come to fruition i i still would have enjoyed the movie um i can't speak for her i i assume she's just a star wars fan in general but um i think uh raylo for JD day abrams was more um ambiguous as for ryan johnson yeah. i think he was like 100% on board with it so it i think the relationship is definitely more intense in um last jedi than it is in uh, rise of skywalker or force awakens although it's there it's not as intense of a story um
0: well ryan johnson also said that the hand the Force, guy hand touching was the closest thing we'd get to sex in Star Wars. Until Andor. Fast forward to Andor, exactly. And then Andor was like, we see your hand touching, and we'll we'll have mourning. Yeah, Andor Andor pushed the boundaries on that one. But Andor's more of an... Andor can get away with it, because it was definitely more of an adult-geared show.
1: Right. I mean, like... Um, I mean, J.J. Abrams was the guy who created Lost. <laughs> he had no idea where it was going.
0: Yeah. That's, that, I think that's because the force Awakens, like i like to call it like the donut because it's a lot of fun but i do think a lot of the problems with the sequel trilogy stem from the indecisiveness of the force awakens how it never really it didn't it just kind of left things too almost too open and right. the thing with star wars is because we always think of the twist of luke i am your father right but in the but in the in the new hope it's that's not even it's not even a thought, right? Like you're not like who Who is Luke? Like it doesn't really matter. You don't care. That's why it's such a shock. And I think people forget about that because it's like, like we got to have the shock, and then they they give you too many clues, and it doesn't really matter,
1: right? But you know, if that was made today,
0: they'd be hating it. So, oh, it, it, I mean, be all I over mean,
1: the internet
0: how stupid it, the idea was. It's it's it's, it's funny because I was also thinking about how if you like Star Wars, you're a shell yeah but but if you actually think about it disliking it makes you more of a show because you're actually making more money by not liking star wars than by liking star wars (laughs) and that's where all right let's move on let's talk a little bit about what's coming up in mandalorian now like this this episode set a lot up din is kidnapped the mandalorians have to escape out the tunnel the armorer the armorer going back to the ship now people are saying that she might be this the episode was called the spies, spies right. some people are suspecting that she is a spy I, and I, I don't really disagree however that moment when she was walking to the ship and she was walking in it was the music was very ominous it was you know what it reminded me of a pig going to the slaughter almost right. like that's kind of the vibe that I got I wasn't thinking at that moment she was a, afterwards more so but in that moment I wasn't thinking she was a spy I thought she was walking into the trap. What did you make of that moment?
1: Um, there, well, there's two possible spies. You know, there has to be a spot. Well, first, like you said, the title's spy, so that's there's more than one spy. There's more than just king. Um, second of all, you know there's another spy because um, someone had to tell uh, Moff Gideon that Bo-Katan had the Darksaber again. Because as far as he knew, the last person at the Darksaber dark was... Um, Dinjarin. So yeah, yeah. there has to be somebody else besides her who told him that um, that uh, Bo-Katan had the dark saber. Um. What else? Uh. What was I trying to say? Another possible uh, spy might be um, Axe Wolves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because as soon as they started fighting, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back to the ship," you know. So I wondered about that. Like, is he going to die Join Moff Gideon. I mean, they could both be an eye. Either one could be on. Neither one could be on it You know, the spy could just be one of the um, the Mandalorian survivors on the planet. You, you never know. Um, well, no, because they wouldn't have known her. Well, whatever. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the spy is Grogu. Who knows?
0: <laughs> we got a nice. This Grogu's the spy. You take that back. Automated joy. Automated joy coming in with this one she might be the armor she's referring to might be the spy. The stormtroopers knew Mando and company were using the lava river to escape the end of season one. She told them to take that. I'm not 100% convinced though. Very interesting there. I forgot about that. The armor is the one who kind of sets everybody on their path. So, you know, she's got the horns. She's got the horns.
1: And also like, uh, before in the season, um, when uh, Din goes to visit Bo in the castle, she says to him, where was your cult when we were under attack? The armor says that we were safely hiding on the Moon in Con- um, Concordia. Why were they left alone? Did they make a deal with Moth Gideon? And maybe her job is just to keep them separated. Oh. Make sure that they don't reform. Make sure that there is hate. And when she realized she failed at that, so she said okay we're gonna come together and just
0: leave him to the slaughter and dale brings up uh the ax woes does in the middle of, or at the end of season two he's the one that isn't around right. and everyone said there's a reason there's a reason he's not there so uh, ax woes is where i'm heading there's another where i'm heading as well uh pauline's asking why did moff want din that i'm i've been thinking about that i can't I, I have can't... two theories. Oh, right. I want to hear them because I have none.
1: One, the armor, his uh, Beskar armor, that was the stuff that was melted down from the Imperial armor when he brought we dropped off Grogu. Mm. So A, Moth might think A, he went, well, they they went Beskar anyway, but yeah. he didn't finish. The, he uh, went back and, and recaptured Grogu, so he didn't finish the job. And he might just want his, his armor back. They might just want to completely strip him of his armor because he may think that's his armor. Because, um, well, he wants best armor to begin with. And, um, um, well, you know, and like I said, he may think that's belonged to him because uh, he went back and it got Grogu. Another thing is, he wants the best Mandalorians. Maybe he wants to convert um, Den over to his cause.
0: Oh that would be a good that would be a very villain thing to do right like the villain always takes a hero and be like you we should join each other and we could rule the galaxy as mando and moth and ottoman joy thinks that moth might be a mandalorian how how, do you think of that
1: i mean he's he's got the he's at least obsessed with him he's a cosplay at least maybe he was part of the um the imperial, because lo- there was a group of uh, Mandalorians who were imperial loyalists, so he may be part of that sect. I
0: don't know. And uh, Disney saying that Moff thinks that Din might have the dark saber still. Uh, doesn't know that Bo has it, maybe. But I, but they also disarm uh, Din, if you remember, they disarm him. So well,
1: because he he asked for it back, and she didn't. She went instead of getting it back, she, he asked to, for her to give it back to him. He said, "If you give me back the dark saber, I'll, I'll release." Everybody. Yes, that's right. And she cut open the door instead. So I I I don't think he wanted to kill Grogu. I think he wanted Grogu to be his dark apprentice or something. Um I don't know if he still wants him because it sounds like he tried to kill him this last time unless he didn't recognize him in the mecha
0: suit. I don't know. Dillerman saying that the troopers that were in the new armor were described as clones in an interpretation. I don't know what language I heard that too. Hmm. Uh, that they were described as clones and you know me. I love clones. I love those stormtroopers. I love all stormtroopers, but Best Guard troopers were they were top in my list of awesome looking troopers. I was getting I was very happy with uh I'm always happy more troopers the better I feel. Well,
1: also the uniforms, if you notice, look more um first order than um or just... yeah,
0: We're getting there. We're we're moving up that that ladder and, and getting there. I gotta be honest with you. I I'm there's gonna be a video dropping later tonight, I think. It's gonna be probably midnight, but it's gonna come out where I don't trust Bo Katan. Oh, really? I don't trust Bo Katan. Uh, there's a few reasons, um, and I'll say them here. But I, but here's the thing: there was a I, okay. I'm not, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to go into things speculation that might be accurate. You know what I mean? I don't want to ruin right. the last episode. Uh, not that I have any insider information. Right. I do. George Lucas called me and he said, I don't know what's going on, James. I don't, I'm not work there anymore. Uh, but I, I, I don't trust Bo-Katan okay. and I look, let's just, let's just say this. She gave a sob story about how Moff Gideon got the dark saber to begin with. Okay. a lie. And then, like you said, they're all in there and, and Moff Gideon says, give me the dark saber. Let, let everyone leave. And what does she do? She, cuts the door to go up the other way where there'll be either an ambush waiting for them or they're gonna go back to the ships where there's an ambush waiting for them. Like either way she's she's taking them back to an ambush. Uh and I so I don't entirely trust there's more reasons that but I don't entirely trust Bo Katan. So I wouldn't be surprised if the spies, one of the spies, is Bo Katan. Well I don't know she's got that matched headband with
1: uh... Um Ahsoka. Some people uh speculate that those are actually communication devices where they can talk to each other. Maybe she's gonna call Ahsoka for help. that kinda be cool.
0: I I think I think Bocatan and I think Axe wolves are both in cahoots also. Because also if you, anyway, there's more things coming up. But I that's I, I don't trust bo-katan I might be wrong but I really don't trust bo at this point.
1: I mean, the other thing is, you've got Rogu sitting in her lap.
0: Well, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I just think she, she has an agenda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all I know is uh, they're the latest ship couple. Yeah, that's,
0: that's going to... I mean, yeah, that... No, I think... Anyway, I don't... I, well, I, I, I really... I don't have faith in Bo-Katan staying on the good side.
1: I mean, last year it was Din and uh, Timothy
0: Oliphant. This year it's it's Din. Okay, who is making an appearance in next week's episode? Are we getting Boba Fett? Are we getting Fennec Shand? Are we getting Fen Rao? Are we getting any other Mandalorians? Are we getting Cobb Vanth? Who Are we getting Hondo? Who is showing up next week on the finale of The Mandalorian? You know someone's someone big is coming.
1: I'm gonna say Boba Fett because at least um, I'm hoping for Luke, but that might not be enough time because there's only one episode left. I mean, what I'd like to see—I don't know if you can cram it all into one episode. I mean, we're all assuming Din's gonna be rescued. He might not be. He might not be rescued till season four. Solo
0: on Solo and Carbonite.
1: I mean, who knows? Because I don't know if there's enough time to rescue
0: him. I've, I mean, yeah. I think
1: getting another Grogu flashback till. Uh, Till
0: next season. If this episode, if you turn on, do you wake up early to watch the episodes? Or yes. Do you watch them? Okay. If you wake up early to watch the episode on Wednesday, you're like, wait, automated and Joy just won Ben Quad and Narrows, Yes, he's going to show up and save the day in a pod racer, and they're all going to fly off after. But let's say, okay, you wake up three a.m., four a.m., whatever it is. You wake up to watch Mandalorian. You're all excited, and you turn on uh, Disney Plus. And it's 27 minutes. How? What will be your first reaction to that?
1: Well, I mean, this episode was 50 minutes, and it seemed like 15 minutes. So I, I don't know. It's going to be a very short episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack. This week was a long – we've had two – I don't know how – I think this was around 50 minutes this week, yeah. right? We've had two fairly long episodes. And... But the last
1: one was the one that was only like the ten minutes worth with the Mandalorians, and the other forty were on Coruscant. So this was different. This was this was the entire fifty minutes spent within. Yeah. The company,
0: it, but but that Coruscant episode proved to be a very important episode. Yeah, in a yeah. I'm, I'm not
1: saying it isn't. But yeah. I'm saying you know that was broken up into two different storylines. This one
0: was a complete storyline. Yeah, story yeah this was all. These... And it makes sense because we're wrapping up, right? But we did go we did go to uh, Kane for a little bit at the beginning with the drum. Right. How awesome was that? drum coming up, Coruscant in the Rain was phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal aesthetics of that. Uh, here we go. Dale's saying that Ahsoka would be good leading into her series. Thrawn Hologram would work too. Pauline's also saying uh, Ahsoka and Disney Desi is the correct answer with yeah. Hondo as <laughs> <Of> always. <course. laughs> it's always I mean- Hondo.
1: What I would want to see is probably what they're saving for this Mando movie that's coming out. So I, I would love for like Luke to show up and uh, and Boba Fett. I would love a meeting between Luke and Boba Fett. See how that would go. That might be an interesting conversation.
0: I think we. I, I do think we've been told so much going into the Mandalorian finale, and I, I think we'd have to temper our expectations right. on quite a bit because. You know, like, we shouldn't be like, like, oh, I hope this character shows up. Well, if they don't, don't be disappointed. Like, I think right. we're going to have to take it for what it is. So I, I go into it assuming no one's showing up. <laughs> and then I get Christopher Christopher Lloyd, Jack Black, and my favorite artist of all time, Lizzo. I will own a Lizzo album because of the damage. Uh, I still don't cool. know what those. Lizzo...
1: Maybe but, Jack but... Black will show
0: up and sing Peaches. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. What a week he had. But like those characters could potentially show up. Like you said, Grogu was knighted. Was that for a reason? Yeah. It has to be for a reason. It might not be this season. It might play on next season. I think what this season also shows, though, season three, is that it, Rebels was the same, that there are no real filler episodes. When you feel like an episode is going nowhere, there's a purpose to it. Right. I think that Mythosaur that we saw in the first episode, that's coming back in a big way in the last episode. And I was thinking it might be Bo Katan riding it, but now it might be Din. We might get back to Din. It could be Boba Fett. We might go full circle back to the very first person to ride a mythosaur being that we've seen being Boba Fett. Uh, do you think someone's going to ride a mythosaur, and if so, who? I don't know. It's. Uh, it's I think it's either going to be Din, or um, it's either
1: going to be Din and or Bo with Grogu.
0: Bo with Grogu.
1: It's either going to be Din or Bo or the both of them. But whoever it is, if it's both of them or just one of them, they can have Grogu with them because Grogu's going to have to control it. But I have a theory about the mythos. So I, I don't know if I'm going to save it for um, Never Tell Me The Odds.
0: Well, Never Tell Me The Odds will probably be after the last episode. So if you want to go for it, we could do it. We could do it flying casual Never Tell Me The Odds right now.
1: Okay, what are the odds that the Mythosaur was cloned by Moth Gideon? Like oh. they cloned the Zillow Beast in the Bad Batch. Or you didn't see the Bad Batch.
0: I haven't seen it. Thanks for ruining it. No, I'm gonna well, binge the Bad Batch. That's what I, I'm gonna I'm binge. i sorry.
1: It. I forgot. No, it's
0: it's okay. I don't I I ever since Attack of the Clones I've learned to like not let I don't like hearing spoilers, but I don't let them ruin my experience anymore. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I Ever since of but I know that I know that tech. I know that tech dies, so we're <laughs> it's okay. I go on Twitter, and you can't <laughs> escape. <laughs> I'm, uh, you can't escape. Uh, you can't escape it. Um, ooh, that's a, you know, it, that could be i'm gonna go sixty one percent How about that sixty one point two three nine percent uh what do you think?
1: I'm gonna be tired to go full Brock
0: <laughs> <laughs> Full Brock's my favorite. It's the easiest way out uh Dale's... Wait, the right
1: when you do, you vote one over the lowest number.
0: Does anyone think the Droid Armour will help out the Mandalorians? That's a good question there, Pauline. That's, uh, back. I mean, I think that episode at some point in the series is going to come out to play. I don't know if it's going to be next week, though, because I'm not sure how they would know that the Mandalorians are in danger just yet. But they might. They might. There might be uh, some somebody might signal something, and it might go out and... Carson Tebba might let everyone know. He's coming back, obviously. Uh, Disney does wants he wants Grogu on a Mythosaur wielding the Darksaber? And that Funko Pop is a collector's item right there. Uh, Dale knows who rides the Mythosaur, and Grogu will be in the mech suit still. And what are the eyes? We'll see baby Armitage Hux. Well, baby Yoda, baby Mario Luigi, baby Sonic. Bring on baby Hux. See,
1: what I would kind of like to see is. The dark saber get destroyed, and then Grogu making his own dark saber.
0: Grogu makes a dark saber because he's a Mandalorian. Right. Interesting. I don't have a problem. Actually, with that
1: actually. I would have loved it if Episode three seven had been like, and probably people are gonna get mad and completely disagree with me, but did what they did at uh, the Last Jedi, where she's like both still holding the dark saber, and she just. Turns it off and just throws it over her shoulder. I <laughs> thought that was great Maybe because there is that, a theory out there that it's actually cursed because it doesn't actually unite Mandalorians; it's actually divides them.
0: Yeah, very true. That's actually not a bad uh, theory.
1: That's not my theory. I'm not gonna take credit.
0: But me. yeah, no. But everything in Mandalore is cursed. The the planets cursed. The darksabers cursed. I like. I like what Automated Joy said. I like that uh, Moff Gideon could be Mandalorian. That thought never even crossed my mind. Never even crossed my mind. And now that's all I'm going to think about until next week, at least. It's just that Moff Gideon's an evil Mandalorian who played a Vermont Mike's here. Uh, let's uh, – I don't want to go too much into next week because I kind of want to just go into a fun. Okay. Uh, let's talk about let, – let's before we wrap it up, let's talk a little bit about uh, – this is Disney Desi's favorite topic: the new Ray Skywalker film that's coming. And I, I just want to say, I'm gonna look at the viewers drop when I say this. I just, I hope that in no way, shape, and form, Ben Solo shows up. I'm just... <laughs> everyone. The oh, in just... Florida. <laughs> the stream just ended. It just cut down. Spoiler discussion, like yeah. Um I, well we we'll moved on from, from there right now. But okay, no, so the Ray the Rey Skywalker movie's coming. Uh whether you like it or not. I, I kinda like the idea though that she's gonna rebuild the Jedi Order. Like I, I feel like I feel like what the, like there's a lot of story you can do moving past the sequel right. trilogy, moving into it. I, so I, I'm excited about that. How about you? Like uh, when you first heard about it, were you excited about it? Yes.
1: I'm definitely looking forward to it. I I like the character. Um, It'd be interesting where they could go with it. Um, I wouldn't mind Ben Solo at least coming back as a Force ghost, maybe to guide her.
0: I'm with you. I'm actually with you, and I think it's important that Ben Solo shows up. Uh, However, so I've heard a few things. I have heard that they are trying to get Ben Solo, working a way to get Ben Solo back into Star Wars, but I've also heard... Like Kathleen Kennedy said, this at celebration. Somebody asked about Luke Skywalker, which I think I, I honestly I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I am fine with leaving Luke be. Like just like he's done the Skywalker saga, which I think was a mistake calling it that. The Skywalker saga is done. We put it to rest. Let's move on with Rey, who is a Skywalker, but we move on, and it's not her journey anymore. She is a part of somebody else's journey coming forward. However, Kathleen Kennedy, when she was asked about Luke Skywalker, she says, I don't really think we're going to deal with Force Ghosts much. And I thought that was... I didn't like that comment, to be honest with you. Because I think that's... I thought it was dumb. And I, I mean, not that it has to be Luke. But I mean, Force Ghosts have been around since Empire Strikes Back. And we had Force Voice in New Hope. But Empire... like, That's a part of Star Wars is the Force Ghosts. We got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And I just think, I thought it was kind of dumb in the way that she was a dyad with with Ben Solo. Right. And if you're, and if you're not going to work that in, even on like the smallest scale, I, I feel like that has to be a part of rebuilding the Jedi Order. Like the dyad has to be a part of it. Okay. And Ben Solo, even if it's really small, has to make some kind of an appearance. Yeah, I, I guess you
1: could do the world... I mean, one way around that would be the world between worlds.
0: Yeah. I think, I think they'll stay. I think Star Wars is going to steer clear of the world between worlds a lot. And I, I honestly, I know what you're saying. I just, I fear, I fear the world between worlds though, because it could be used as a crut as a crutch, right? Right. Like Star Trek, whenever they're in a bind, like time travel. And you're like, oh, God, you know, like Harry Potter, they're like time travel. It's like really like, like it's it's just such a crutch and i think you have to be very careful with how you use the world between worlds and i thought it was used all right the first time but you have to be very very careful with for me anyway that's how i feel
1: yeah i mean i it could just be a red herring you know yeah sometimes i don't trust what they say because they want to mislead you
0: yeah and then and I, with all the reports and everything coming out they should uh disney saying she'd be fine with ray barely and i don't think ray's the main character of this of this story i think because i think they even said that it's featuring ray I, I didn't watch the whole panel i watched the clips of it and i think the captain or the host sorry it says it's featuring ray and Daisy really comes out so i think she's gonna play like a side character like almost like uh, like probably like obi-wan in a new hope but not obviously that old or anything like but like be a supporting character for the new cast the new kids that are going to take a helm and they're going to move away from the skywalker saga
1: but i mean i maybe it's about finn i don't know i mean maybe it's by the uh, ragnar i mean maybe Ragnar's a jedi because he's part of the um he's a descendant of uh the first uh, mandalore so maybe the forest runs through that family i'm just wondering who's gonna adopt ragnar ragnar no, yeah,
0: that was when I, he died. I, I turned around like he has a son, uh, but like the here's here's the question like is that the, I mean he, that he could be a a he could be Boba Fett like coming for like remember Jango Fett right. and then Ragnar could be like that where he's like my dad died, right. I have to do this. He maybe he's the one that comes to save the day in the end. It's him. I don't
1: know. I. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe it's going to turn out they're force sensitive because they're descended from the first Mandalor.
0: And uh, Disney does he wants John Favre to play older Ragnar? I I ask. I
1: you know I that I would love to see Daniel Logan play a young Boba Fett because he actually looks like a young um, Tamara Morrison.
0: Yeah, like the the younger like yeah, I would be down for that as well. I I I I love Book of Boba Fett, and I. And I, I know that they probably won't do a season two and it looks like they won't do a season two of Kenobi, but I I'm think if you company. went, yeah, no, but if you went back further and you did the uh, badass Boba Fett, that fans, <laughs> okay. what's your opinion on Boba Fett? If you went back though and you gave the the badass version of, of, um of Boba Fett, I think it could be fun. And then I, I, I just, I thought the book of Boba Fett was exactly what it needed to be and you now you could tell the story where boba fett does what all the fans want him to do
1: i mean i liked it before then showed up i mean when i i last year um when my sister's husband went out of town she had me stay with her for the weekend and she didn't really want to see the book of boba fett because she didn't like the character yeah i said well you gotta watch the last three episodes so she watched the last three episodes because it was all about the man because she loved the mandalorian yeah um but I'll be honest with you, I mean, up, even up till then before I realized Mando was gonna be back in it, that um I loved the show. I thought it was good, like everybody hated the flash uh, um sorry, the flashbacks, but I found them really interesting.
0: I thought that was the show. Like the show felt like it was the flashbacks and like it didn't feel like they were flashbacks, it felt like they, that was the show and this half was the other half of the show <laughs> of the show. And that cat's name is Hondo. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hondo!
1: Uh, If I get another cat, I'm going to name it Grogu. Oh, so that's a nice shot. Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) He doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, this is is great when um, the face ID pops up.
0: Amazing. I I remember uh, a few years ago we did a top five Star Wars pet names and I always said I would name my number one was if I had a cat I would call the cat uh, Kit Fisto. And now I have a cat and my cat's name is not Kit Fisto. Because, well, to be honest, we weren't planning on keeping the cat. We found the cat on the side of the road. It was a little kitten, a little kitten, like the size of my hand. And uh, now we have the cat and the cat's name is Dusty Rose because we're original people. I, I regret not calling her kid Fisto. I don't
1: know how you got a Russian blue; those aren't cheap.
0: That's what I have. Yeah. I don't know. I just i we we went. This is not Star Wars, but we went and there was like a a, a whole like litter like of kittens.
1: Yeah.
0: And we we were like, oh, and we gave them water. Then the next day we went back and there was only one left, mm-hmm. and it was the one that we have now. And she wouldn't let us go. So, I don't know. They're not cheap, but. They're not cheap to maintain either because she is a little brat. I'll tell you that. This
1: one <laughs> eats a lot. So.
0: so does mine and she's tiny. So she, uh, She's annoying. Alright, uh, final predictions for next week's Mandalorian. What do you got? Oh
1: boy, I have no idea. Um, I think at least Boba Fett's going to show up. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Ahsoka. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe Grogu will reach out to the Force and able to contact Luke. I think that would be pretty cool, but I don't know if there's enough time to do that. Like I said, there might be a possibility that they're not even going to rescue him. Then this season, they might have to wait till next season. But if there's one thing that I'm 99 sure of, if we do get Thrawn, it's not going to be until an end credit scene.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with no Thrawn. We're getting Thrawn, Ahsoka. That's fine. The final prediction for Disney is there will be Mandalorians. I. I don't know if they're going to bring Luke back. We got Luke twice now already. I feel like he might be done with this show. And if you keep going to the Luke well, does that get like, uh, I don't, I, but someone's got to come whether it's both, but I, I don't know how they go either, but it's I feel like Boba Fett's going to make an appearance in this episode. And um, I mean, Ahsoka would be the likely one, but I will say, I think it was a Lauren Romo on Twitter said the ghost crew shows up at the end, like that was like her thought, and I was like, "All right, I don't know how they find out about it, but I'm all, I'm always in for for cameos like that." But we'll see; it's got to make sense, and I I I'm fine too if Din doesn't get rescued at the end of this. I'm kind of okay with a dark cliffhanger getting us to the next season. I'm okay with that.
1: Well, I would think what might be neat, and this is, I had heard about the casting of um, of Doc Brown, um, walking in the name,
0: uh, Christopher Lloyd,
1: Christopher Lloyd, I thought maybe he was going to be like the force ghost of pre, was it pre-Dizzler or was that, it
0: what was that, um, yeah,
1: the original Mandalore. Yeah. I thought maybe that was going to be a force ghost of the original Mandalorian Jedi who was going to speak to Grogu or something.
0: That would have been interesting. Well, he wasn't. He was a separatist, which I like that, and I like the Count Dooku, not as well. All right, Heidi, we're gonna wrap it up. This has been a great chat in the live chat. Great talking with you today, too. It's been fun flying casual with you. Do you want to plug a book or anything? Um, just... Tarvisla. It was Tarvisla. Tarvisla. I
1: Tarvisla. Previsla. Yeah, now, they're and all. I the... like to call it past the visla.
0: They're all <laughs> in the past. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you want to check out my books, uh, just look up. Let's go to Amazon.com. My name, Heidi Fetter.
0: They're all there. They're
1: all there. And don't get them for your kids.
0: <laughs> I got one for, for Selena, so she's going to read that soon. We'll oh, read it to her tonight. All right. Good night, everybody. May the force. Uh, whatever. Thanks, thanks, Heidi. This has been a lot of fun. We're going to yeah. do, we'll do this more often. It was great talking with me, flying casual. Just whatever we talk about, we talk about. It's always a good time. Uh, and now I'm going to uh, check this out. Play some music. Can't beat when music plays. That's when you know it's time to it's time to say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> the cat doesn't want to go. The cat is like, no, this is the show. I thoroughly enjoy The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with admitting that because I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm hoping that we get some uh, fun cameos next week but if we don't we don't uh, just don't overthink it don't be disappointed all right everybody thank you so much for watching i hope you smashed the like button and i hope that uh, you have a great night may the force of others be with you
1: Thanks for watching don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video as always please subscribe to our youtube channel rebel scum podcast for all the latest videos